It all begins tomorrow night. And so many of us are curious what the number one kosher wine sommelier would recommend when it comes to kosher wine for the holiday of Hanukkah. Hence, we have invited, in fact, the world's number one, the globally recognized, the greater than all kosher wine sommeliers to our airwaves via telephone this morning because of his very and increasingly busy schedule. Please welcome the one, the only, Jay Bookspam. Happy Hanukkah, Jay. Happy Hanukkah. That Zush is, is amazing. I yeah. mean, he's so, like, I don't know, visceral, if you will. Zusha music and a bottle of wine, and you're set for the night, right? I mean, I could just sit there and just chill, baby. Just sip away to the music of Zusha. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's really, really, I tell you. Pretty amazing. Like old Williamsburg. Old Williamsburg, yep. And I don't mean Williamsburg, Virginia. I'm talking about Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, you know, you know, the, you know the shtick, huh? Oh, I know the shtick. All right, that Williamsburg is quite a place. Let me tell you, almost the way you remember it, almost. Yeah, right. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the number one, uh, the world's number one kosher wine sommelier. We call him Jay Booksbaum. He is the wine expert when it comes to kosher wine. And boy, I'll tell you something. Your job is getting tougher and tougher, more. And more difficult because the number of wines that are now available in the kosher industry to the public is just getting bigger and bigger. It seems every single week some new uh, selection is coming out for people to enjoy. I'm guessing there's close to a thousand different SKUs, you know, different individual wines that are available to the public today. Unbelievable. I have regards for you, by the way, speaking of uh, varieties of wine. Uh, I have regards for you from a uh, a woman named Pearl on Jewel Avenue in Queens, New York. If anybody is in the vicinity of that entire area, not only is she such a nice lady, but boy, does she know her wine. Yeah, she uh, she was extremely helpful to me this past Friday. Uh, I'm forgetting the name of the store. I'm thinking Hakerem. Is it Hakerem? That, that is what it's called. It's Hakerem. Uh, her name is Pearl. Extremely helpful. And... Remember, you walk in there, everything in that store is kosher. So when we talk about a 1,000 varieties, you're not exaggerating because you're surrounded by an entire store full of kosher wine. And obviously, a million, well, not million, you know what I mean, so many different selections. So that's one example. And she's, an old, and she's a Williamsburg person, too. That's right. So that's, that's right. From the old country, Jay. From the old country. Uh, and we don't like, we know it's, Im- I shouldn't say improper, we know that, um, we, we we don't always highlight specific retailers, but because I visited her this past Friday, and she was so helpful, I wanted to give her a shout-out and use her as an example of all these thousand varieties of wine that Jay Booksbaum is referring to. So I'll ask you the first thing right off the bat, as Hanukkah approaches quickly, because you know that tomorrow night it begins, is there any one or two wines that are brand new that have not yet ha- had its reputation uh, in the uh, kosher wine industry? Um, that you'd like to introduce, that you'd like to tell us about. Oh, my goodness. You really caught me here. A brand new wine. Anything happening that, brand new? There's plenty of brand new wines, but the question is, is there a brand new wine that would be appropriate for Sufganiot and Hanukkah? I'll tell you, there's a brand new wine, and there's a bunch of brand new wines as a category, and these are perfect for gifts. So that You know, I, I, I heard a very, I may share this with everyone uh, i was in i was in um, boca this past shabbos uh, oh. with a 
for Kiddush for my new Aniko. And Mazel tov. Rabbi Light, thank you, thank you, thank you. She's already six months, more than six months old, but they finally <laughs> decided to make the Kiddush. Anyway, yeah. you know, when money bags got there and could pay for it, that's what it was. <laughs> is, that how they, my, is, is, that the, is that a direct quote, how they refer to you, Jay, as money bags? No, no, but... Uh, <laughs> No, but it's between me and my machut, I should say, the same as the holy, merely magnificently wonderful Rabbi Alkabetz from Queens, uh, Rabbi Chaim Alkabetz. So the two of us, you know, shared in this wonderful mitzvah right. and wonderful simcha. Anyway, but I read, the question always comes up, is it correct for us to give presents out for Hanukkah? Right. Or is it just something that we got from the Goyim? Right. So I read a treatise, a small little paragraph that Rabbi Light actually copied from something that Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky said, and he said that the original, it started out by giving, by giving most money to the Malamdim, you know, to the people who taught our children. Right. And he said, Adaraba, on the contrary, the Goyim probably took it from us. That really, we were the ones who started out giving presents during that time of year for this holiday of Hanukkah. And when the Goyim saw that, that's when they started doing it for their Xmas holiday. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really a great, you know, it was really a great insight for me to learn. So having said that, and this is my segue, okay? Having said, having said that, if you want to give a really wonderful gift to somebody on Hanukkah to keep their interest about Hanukkah, um, you know, up there... The great 15 Bordeaux are just magnificent. Meaning 2015. 2015. 2015 Bordeaux are amazing. Um, Chateau Giscourt, Chateau Las Combes, uh, just a whole slew. Chateau Fontenelle, there's one that's not that expensive. Chateau Fayat, F-A-Y-A-T. So if you have, if you're going over to somebody's house or if you know somebody that really you will enjoy that and you think that it will inspire them to talk more and think more about, oh, it must be Hanukkah and, and you know, Parsume Nase of all of that stuff, uh, <laughs> then I would, I would suggest. Is that an official, uh, is that an official halakhic term, all of that stuff? <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. And, of course, as I always say, ask your local rabbi. Jay Booksbaum uh, is with us, everybody, as we talk about kosher wine, especially in light of the fact that tomorrow night, is Hanukkah. You know, people are always looking for recommendations when it comes to Sufganiyot, when it comes to uh, delicious latkes and applesauce and sour cream, uh, all these unique dishes that a lot of us only really eat on Hanukkah. Forget about weight conscious. A lot of people just don't aren't really into these food items except when the holiday arrives. I'm sure you know what I mean by that. Um, so if, if, in fact, we are eating those items, um, how are we pairing them up, Jay? What are we looking for? Okay, in the- so now some pairings are amazing. I, I really thought about this a lot in the last a couple of days in preparation. There's amazing pairings that go with these sukkaniyot. If you're going to have, for example, and this is one that's very inexpensive and brand new, and I just tasted it this week, uh, a, a new, brand new sangria from Kedem. Kedem Sangria. Wonderful wine, inexpensive, about 5 or $6. Lots of fruit, lots of flavor, it is a Boripiaguffin, even though it's a sangria, which has, you know, the flavorings, of, natural flavorings of all these nice fruits. And what's interesting about this sangria is that if you buy it now, it's the only kosher sangria 
that is also kosher for Pesach. There is one other sangria that comes from Spain, but and even though it's delicious and kosher, you can't use it for Pesach because I believe it uses corn syrup, or at least non-spartum can't use it for Pesach because right. it uses corn syrup. So that's one, and it's inexpensive, and it's quite delicious, and you can put ice on it. Heaven forbid Jay saying you could actually put ice on it. Yes, you can put ice on it, and you could cut up fruits and, and strawberries, and, uh, you know, if, 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 again, ask your local rabbi how to do that. <laughs> but uh, oranges, oranges, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, you got to be careful about everything you say these <laughs> That's days. That's a good point. It's good you're not recommending lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's one the second one which has always been a favorite of mine we've talked about this many many times but perfect perfect for sufganiot and and heavy latkes and uh, you know oil oil based latkes uh, with applesauce and that would be the late harvest orange muscat of course late harvest orange muscat and that's a little bit more expensive, but wow, what a quite a delicious wine that is. And you know I'm an orange and, muscat know, expert, as you know. I, I, I know. By the you way, know, yeah, the, but, but I just got to interrupt you for a second. I need it to be noted. Right. I, I, need it, I need it to be noted that Jay Booksbaum, before the orange muscat, back to the sangria, recommended a $5 bottle of wine this morning. That is a, uh, you know, you make fun of me when I talk about the $5 bottles that I enjoy. You actually recommended one to our audience this morning. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, wine, wine is wine. I mean, if it's made well, um, you know, it may not be the sophisticated wine that you use for a, you know, a delicious and, and complex steak recipe yeah, or, well. you know, chicken recipe. But if you want to just have some fun and, and have some donuts and delicious, tasty, sh- sweet wine, Great, it's a great wine to have. Oh, I'm in total agreement with you. But when you and I and Simon Jacob get together to drink wine, uh, you're always making fun of me and my choices. <laughs> Speaking of Simon, saw him yesterday. He's on his way to England today, sometime to uh, do some really good tasting out in London, <laughs> where of course, where of course you can't get an Uber. I don't know if anybody knows that or cares, but yeah, we've heard about that. Now I must yeah. I, I must tell you I am uh, I am so you know lately I mean you mentioned the orange muscat and usually that's my go to wine but I am so enthralled with the late harvest Chenin Blanc is it only because it's a 2016 because I know with the black muscat the year did make a difference is it only because it's 2016 that it's so good or you you think it's uh, it's comparable to any other year that the late harvest Chenin no, Blanc I think I think the 2016 was especially wonderful it is so good also, it is so the, the good Jay. Go ahead. I'm just saying it is so good. I have had late harvest Chenin Blanc many times, as you know, but for some reason, this one, the 2016, is so delicious. And for people like me who love sweet wine, it's just so incredible. Well, the Rabbinic Shalalem was very good to us in pointing out that, you know, he's in control. Okay. Right. So, and that, and that really shows, this is a good example of that. You know, when the weather changes, not every year is the same. Not every sunshine you know, we don't get the same amount of sunshine every year. We don't get the same amount of what we call heat days, meaning, you know, the amount of days times the amount of temperature during the, during the growing season. Right. We don't, get, we don't get the same amount of rain. All those things affect what the wine will taste like. And when it's in, in you know, when the stars, so to speak, line up, um, and that's not a biblical or a halachic 
term, but that's right. just an American expression. But when the stars are all in line, then you get this wonderful 16, um, you know, late harvest, Shannon. And let's not forget that it was all, all these late harvest, orange muscat, Shannon Blanc, etc., were spawned by the late harvest Riesling. Correct. Which still is a luscious, wonderful, oh my gosh, it's just delicious wine. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't have as much backbone, meaning acidity, as the, mus, as the orange muscat or the Chenin Blanc. But if you want it, have it with a really sweet, syrupy, uh, honey-like um, Sufganiot, that's the one to go with. Yeah, I remember, believe me, I remember that wine, and uh, it is a good go-to, and it certainly was the first to be introduced in our community as a quote-unquote sophisticated dessert wine, and it's really good. But I'm telling everybody out there right now, and you've taken my recommendations before, listen to me very carefully, 2016 Late Harvest Chenin Blanc, there's something about it that's completely off the charts compared to all the others. By the way, any other, anything else in the category of late harvest I should be trying besides the orange I'm must? Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, well, there's still a few bottles left somewhere of this late harvest Sauvignon Blanc that comes from uh, Alfazi. If you, can, if you can find it, I think Pearl may have some of it. Late, harvest, it. late harvest Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah, from, from, um, from Alfazi. It's a very rare, very unusual wine. It's been around for a long time, uh, and there's still some bottles of it around, so you might want to look for that. Okay. Uh, so that's one. And I picked uh, two other wines, actually one other wine and one other category of wine. Go one on. other wine, it's, a brand, it's brand new. Well, it's brand new in its, in its current new packaging and its current new blend, and that is the... Bartunura Sparkling Rosé, Moscato Rosé. What a beautiful bottle. Great for gift-giving, but even more great for just drinking. Absolutely magnificent. Um, and not that expensive, also about $20. And then, of course, again, perfect wine for, you know, the, the uh, sour cream. People were on, you know, I, I, it was funny. Someone was telling me about latkes, and I was telling him that with latkes, I was brought up that you have it with sour cream, and the person I was talking to was going, really, sour cream? Did you ever hear that, or am I like the only one on the face of this earth that does that? I'm under the impression that 50% of the world is applesauce and 50% of the world is sour cream. Oh, okay, so good. So, so this guy just doesn't know. It's really magnificent with sour cream, and you can have a, a whole line of jeunesse wines right. that go with that go with latkes and sour cream and applesauce and sufganiot and sufganiot plain and sufganiot with jelly and, you know, just that whole line, the black muscat, the cabernet, uh, the sh- you know, the white, the chardonnay, the duet, all of them, if you could still, depending on what varietals are still you can find in the stores. But just wonderful wine to, as a group, the whole jeunesse line to go with, all the foods of Hanukkah. How many black muscats is your company associated with? Jeunesse, the Herzog, any others? Yeah, well, Jeunesse is, is, is a line, and they all of them are from the Herzog. No, no, that I know, but there's a Jeunesse black muscat, correct? There's a Jeunesse black muscat, and there's a Jeunesse Cabernet. Uh, correct. There's a, uh, there's a whole Jeunesse line that we're familiar with, but in terms of black muscat, there's a Jeunesse, there's a Herzog. Are there others, or those are the two? I think those are the two, and I think actually the Herzog is not going to be done anymore. I think they're going to transfer the Black Muscat into the Jeunesse 
completely. No more Herzog Black Muscat. It's going to be called Jeunesse from now on. Whoa. Yeah. This is how you break the news to me? This is, how I, this is only here on the Nakam Seal Show. Only your listeners. One of my favorite bottles ever, as you know. And yes, th- and, th- and this is how you break the news to me that's being discontinued. That it's is, not being discontinued. It's being, it's being just, blended into the Jeunesse line. It's just changing its its label appearance wow. to Jeunesse only. Wow. Wow, Jay, it's going to take me a month to recover from this news. I think you'll love it. It's, it's better, it's more delicious and better than ever. Seriously? It's a better Black Muscat? Oh, yeah. Jay Booksbaum with us. He's the number one wine uh, kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. He's made a lot of interesting recommendations this morning. By the way, you mentioned Bartender Moscato Rosé. Can I just tell you that, uh, and I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, I tried the, Z- I tried the Zacon Red Muscatini this Shabbos. Good bottle of wine. It's a good bottle of wine. And that's another one that's great for Pesach. Yeah. I'm sorry for Pesach. For Hanukkah. For uh, Hanukkah. That is a good bottle of wine. It, it, it was... And for me... For me, because of its kind of rich, thick um, middle mouth, if you will, that's a that is a wine term. Um, what I really love is I'm going to end over to have is the is the Herzog Reserve Chardonnay, right? Russian River Chardonnay, so rich, so thick, so wonderfully opulent that I think it's going to be great. Yeah, and but- if you want to try red wine. You can still find it. Try to get the 14 Alexander Valley Cabernet. The 14 Alexander Valley Cabernet. Right. Just, war- <laughs> just warning. Just warning. out for a while. But go ahead. Just warning the sensitive palates out there, or maybe I should say insensitive palates. Those are not. You're not recommending sweet wines. Those two are not sweet wines. Right. No. Those are more sophisticated wines. That's correct. As is the Bordeaux that I started with as gifts. Right. 15 Bordeaux. Those are more sophisticated. Any 15 Bordeaux, get it, grab it, hold it, drink it, and put some away for later aging. Any 16 Chenin Blanc, grab it. There you go. <laughs> you think there'll be a shortage eventually or not? I hope not. You know, let, let, let the people have it. I know, but it would be really cool if a wine that I like all of a sudden has a shortage and I have to start hoarding it. That would be cool. <laughs> Like I become the guy in town. I become the guy in town who has the exclusive bottles. And by the way, no joke. Remember the year the good black muscat ran out. That's right. So it can right. it can happen to some of my favorites. That's right. And actually, that Chenin Blanc has the capacity to age for a good three to five years. So even if it's not like it's not like the black muscat that really should be drunk within the first two years or three years at most. The the orange muscat, I'm sorry, yeah, the, the, that muscat. Can the Chenin really, Blanc. I'm sorry, the late Harvest Chenin Blanc can age. You're serious. I, sh- I, sh- I should buy a few cases. Yeah. Holy cow, I didn't realize I mean, that. It will, it will evolve. You right. know, it'll become a little bit more orange. And that's not because it's orange muscat. Because even, even Chenin Blanc, it'll just kind of oxidize a little bit in a good way. Wow. And it'll, it'll have more apple baked apple flavors to it. It'll become more richer in the middle mouth, but it will age and will, will age beautifully. And I always think that if uh, if I like a wine, it's not worth hoarding. How do you like that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've learned a lot. And the most important thing is that Jay Bookspam has always, always stressed that if you enjoy a wine, whether it's a $3 bottle or a $3,000 bottle, 
Enjoy it. Don't feel guilty about enjoying a wine at any price. Just go into Hanukkah tomorrow night. Sip along with your delicious Sufganiyot and fantastic latkes with sour cream and applesauce. Make it a great holiday. You're going to be uh, enjoying Shabbos Hanukkah coming up this weekend. Jay, as we always say, make it something special. A regular Shabbos, right. of course, if there's such a thing as a regular Shabbos. People enjoy great wine, but for Shabbos Hanukkah, make it something special. Right, Jay? That's right. And don't drink and drive. Remember that, too. And certainly don't drink and drive. You light those candles, you enjoy your Sufganiyot and your wine, and you stay put. You don't get into a vehicle, that's for sure. He is the number one world, number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. We've uh, actually surveyed other planets as well. We have not gotten the report back yet, but when it comes to planet Earth, he is the number one kosher wine sommelier. He is the one, the only, Jay. Books, bam. Happy, Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Jay. Everybody. Happy Hanukkah, Chagurim. As we say in Williamsburg, Afreilich and Hanukkah. Afreilich and yo. There he is, Afreilich and yo. That's right. More coming up. It is, in fact, a Monday as we get closer and closer to tomorrow night and the holiday of Hanukkah right here at JM in the AM.